My friends, I am so glad that you are enjoying your time in Arcus. It means the world to all of us that you choose to immerse yourself in our culture and our politics. Speaking of politics, or lack thereof, allow me to introduce you to another world, much less well-run than this one, ruled by a villainous organization called the Nova Alliance. It is a society fueled by the freedom to do as one pleases, as long as you can outrun those who disagree. One man in particular runs his own course, the notorious pirate captain, Peter Dolian. It is purely coincidental, of course, that Captain Dolian sounds a bit like me, and the keen-eared among you may hear the voice of Dr. Fillion. Perhaps it is an alternate universe, where the tides of time and history have changed. My friends, without further ado, I hope that you will enjoy the following episode of The Nebulous Saga. They call it the Void. The inky wells of deep space are barren of shape and color. A paradox of infinite nothingness. Like a grim leviathan, the starship nebula glides into view, rippling through the fabric of space, her solar sail glittering in reflected starlight. High on the bridge, a figure stands at the glass, staring into the stars ahead. He is afraid. This is the Nebula Saga. liars and murderers, but none worse than Captain Dolian of the Nebula. His aim is as sharp as his tongue, and his neck scarf as red as the blood of his victims. Stardust pops around the bow of the Nebula and swirls in our wake as we forge towards the trade ring with the captain's orders still ringing within the airlock between our sails. We charge for the center, and once the cannons are in range, put an end to this alliance. I grip the ship's railing, the echo of the words like bile in my throat. The trade alliance is meeting today to sign for peace along this entire stretch of the galaxy. And after so many years of skirmishes over trade routes and merchant vessels, this agreement could be the next best thing for civilization. Until our ship blows them all to space dust in 15 mi no, 10 minutes? How has it come to this? How have I come to be standing at the prow of this death-bringing pirate ship? I glance over my shoulder at the crew bustling around their stations, 
Securing ropes here, readying on deck harpoons there. If I let them see even a sliver of my fear, they'll send me to the plank to meet my doom outside the airlock in the cruel silence of the void. The same void that claimed my family all those years ago. Thanks to this very same pirate crew. I grip the railing tighter, lest my trembling hands give me away. A thousand innocents will die, all for the captain's vengeance, and I cannot stop it. What can one man do against such insurmountable odds? Nigh on twenty men in this crew, each as cutthroat as the captain they follow. Pete, live? The gruff voice of the ship's cook brings me round, and I meet the weathered man's grey gaze. The blue and purple tones of the starlight globes hanging from our lantern hooks cast shadows in the deep wrinkles of his brow. I acknowledge him with a curt nod. Cookie peers at me over his scratched glasses, which are long overdue for replacement, but he refuses to let me pay for them. You sure about this? I lean my hip against the railing, pulling my tailcoat around me to button it. My quivering fingers betray me, and I mismatch the last few holes. Abandoning the effort, I smooth my scarf over the mistake. Don't see how I have much choice? Cookie tucks his hands into his pockets, watching me in that steady way of his. <sighs> we all be having a choice. If you think you don't have one, it's just because you don't like the options. I fidget with the ragged end of my scarf, looking away from the old man's gaze as my chest knots. Sweeping into view ahead, between the glowing trails of stardust, the trade ring glitters like a star itself. The structure is large enough to encircle an average-sized planet, and specks of light twinkle all over it. Specks I know are ships and citizens, and oh, so many innocents. But what does Captain Dorian care for innocents? Pirates like these never concern themselves with how many ordinary people get caught between their firefights. They care only for the reward, the thrill, the fear. I glance up at the black, skull-inscribed flag flying from our top mast, and a chill grips my spine. Target coming into the sights! My stomach heaves. Below my feet, the crew will be bringing the cannons to bear. On either side of me, the harpooners prepare to meet any opposition. Cookie grips my upper arm. Lad. He doesn't have to say more, because I can see the rest of his words in his kind but sorrowful eyes. In a few minutes, we really won't have a choice. All of us on the nebula will be hunted down by any survivors from the trade ring, even down to the last wretched cabin boy. 
They won't ask whether we wanted to be here or not. Keep the course steady! I shy away from Cookie's soul-searching gaze. They won't find much good there, I'm afraid. My eyes sting as I turn back to the bustling trade ring. We approach rapidly, the ring beginning to take shape into buildings and ports and levels upon levels of riches and life. The white skull on our flag gleams in the ethereal starlight in defiance to the safety the trade ring promises. Any moment now, our arrival will be noticed. There, even as the thought crosses my mind, a dozen small ships leave dock, the Alliance flag at their masts. My heart whispers a silent no. But the captain shouts the order to send a round through their hulls. They don't stand a chance. The boards shudder beneath my feet as the harpooners fire. A streak of light flashes between our ship and the leading Alliance vessel, and in an instant it explodes. One moment there's a white-sailed ship shedding a wake of stardust. The next moment a ball of fire devours the craft inside its oxygen airlock, then vanishes almost as quickly as the blaze starves of air. And all that's left is ash and burnt stardust. We all have a choice, Peter Lad. Cookie's gaze captures mine again as our harpooners make quick work of the rest of the oncoming vessels. Not anymore. I gave up my choice years ago. Target in range! Fingers clenched in my blood-red neck scarf, I close my eyes, not willing to see the impact of our cannon fire on the hundreds, no, the thousands of innocents before us. But I still shout the command. My men merely follow my order, as they always do. Because I am Captain Peter Dolian, and this is my confession. <laughs>